Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. And today, it's going to be a very, very special episode for me. But until then, I'd like to welcome in my faithful co-host. As always, we got Nate Christian, Phil Porkman Simmons, and Jevin Nooney. Gentlemen, how are we tonight? I think we need a burst of energy because did you hear that Porkman sigh? Yeah, I did. Halfway through the intro? It's the episode. Wow, that is really going to wow. the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Go ahead. Just turn this one off, folks. This one's going to yeah, be a right. real snooze yeah. fest. You don't <laughs> want to put this on when you're about ready for bed. Five minutes before. Wow. Apparently, that's, that's nice what Porkman's saying. Wow. This is like, uh, you guys ever hear the story where a father ha- was having trouble putting his, his younger <laughs> child to sleep? So he described the details of his daily accounting job and the kid passed out. Yeah, this is what that episode is going to be like. So I guess we'll just get right into it. The snooze fest that we have for you today out there in listener land, tight end stashes for the 2023 fantasy season. For the record, when I saw this on the show sheet, I was hype. Nobody else was, to which I replied, Nate, miss me with that. <laughs> Bringing it back, buddy. So All what right. tight ends are we going to be stashing? Why? The tight end position, you know, it, it's kind of hard to figure out. After the top, you know, like the big three or four guys Mm -hmm. after that, it's really muddled. It's really confusing. So we're going to help you guys out. You have to understand not everybody's going to be a top flight tight end, but there's going to be Mm -hmm. some solid contributors here. And there's always going to be guys that come out of nowhere and surprise you year after year. So you have to pay attention. Now's the time to start. If your team is out of contention, we're going to tell you what to do how much you're going to pay to grab these guys. So, Nate, you love going first so much, and this is a topic that is so beloved to you. We're going to start with you and a guy that does this. Takes every single inch of it. Damn straight he does. Nate, who do you have for us, your tight end stash for the 2023 fantasy season? Yeah, so my stash, who's actually going to be able to help you out a little bit this year, if you're still looking to contend, is going to be Juwan Johnson for the Saints. I think I've been a huge Juwan Johnson fan since he was in college. He was a pretty good physical big wide receiver out at Oregon and at the he came back wait I'm sorry (laughs) yeah I just have to make sure he's from Oregon I I, for some reason like I said in the last episode I get him and Juwan Jennings mixed up so much I just had to double check that he was from from Oregon okay moving on now moving (laughs) on now Juwan Jennings he is Juwan Johnson. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Goodness. Yo, Jennings Johnson, that's way too close. Exactly way too close. Juwan and Juwan. You deserve that one. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> we're moving forward now. We're moving forward. He's quietly having a breakout season right now, but yeah. the inconsistent 
quarterback play of the Saints is really dampening the mood because you wouldn't know it, but he's actually the tight end 14 on the season. Hmm. You know, he has been out there just about every single week and he's constantly scoring, you know, eight, 10, 12 fantasy points. He is that consistent tight end that you, you love to have as your backup because you know, you're going to get, Hey, if I, if I have a bye week from my main tight end, like Mark Andrews or something, and I know I can plug a guy in and get eight points. I am hype. Mm-hmm. I am. That is a great tight end too, right there. So he's six foot four, 230 pounds. Like I said, he was a wide receiver in college and he moved to tight end in his first preseason. So he's basically just a big slot wide receiver playing right now. He's mm-hmm. fifth highest slot snaps for any tight end in the league. So that's how he's being used. He's also being used down the field with 449 air yards. This also places him in uh, the top 12 of the tight ends with how many air yards they're getting down the field. And that's, you know, that's because whoever their quarterback is, if it's Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston, Juwan Jennings is getting down the field and that's when throwing him the ball. So he's not just a red zone threat like he has been in the past. He has five touchdowns this year, but he also can get down the field. So like I said, I think he is already a solid tight end too. And if he gets a quarterback upgrade, this is a guy that might be someone you're actually okay with being your tight end one in in maybe a non-tight end premium league, maybe in a tight end premium league. I think he's a guy who's going to get receptions. He's going to get touchdowns and, He's still young. This is a guy you got to go after because tight ends, they have a long shelf life. And if they break out, you know, they can stay at a reasonably fancy point generation level for many years. All right. So you are stashing. Let me scroll up here again. Juwan Johnson, tight end for the New Orleans Saints. And- yeah. And I think you can get him for a third round pick right now. If it's a tight end premium, you might need to throw a late second. But I don't think Juwan Johnson is. He's expensive right now. All right. Perfect. I love what I'm hearing. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I feel like he's a guy that people just aren't really talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Even though he's doing well, he's underappreciated. Yeah, I do have a question it. for you guys that you guys have been doing a lot of tape for the 2023 class. Is there any tight ends you think maybe slip into these third round picks that were maybe trading for him that may be more valuable or no? I, th- I think there could be. I think that's one way to roll with it too. You know, if you want to go after the potential, I do think there are tight ends in the third round of this class that I'd be interested in. Okay. You know, some names, Luke Musgrave. I think he's going to be a guy that I'm interested in. Um, some people are going to be interested in uh, Tucker Craft. Uh, you know, here's the thing. I just want to say about Tucker Craft real quick. I wasn't super impressed with this film. He's going either. to be labeled as the next Dallas Goddard because he plays for South Dakota State. He is not <laughs> the next Dallas Goddard. Now, the dude's like a stone wall when he is blocking people. I will give him credit for that. He's not as athletic. He's not as good of a receiver, and he's not as fast either. So beware of the helmet scouting when it comes to Tucker Craft. Okay. But now you could talk about Dalton Kincaid, Nate. Yeah, I don't think Dalton Kincaid is going to make it to the third round, quite honestly. That but is- uh, if if he if you can get him in the second, I think you're pretty happy with that because I think Dalton Kincaid is a really good receiving tight end, and that's what we want in fantasy football. Perfect. Thanks. In case anyone's wondering, the reason why I get so excited about talking about positions like tight end, when you can upgrade a position like this and you can do it cheaper, that gives mm-hmm. you a competitive advantage against your opponents. You know, you, yeah. instead of just having one tight end on your roster that's really good and then a bunch of garbage, you can get guys that could be of some value, be it flex fill-in, bi-week fill-in, or as a, a trade piece to help you upgrade other pieces of your roster. So yeah. that's why and, I'm excited about tight ends. And tight ends take mm-hmm. a while to, to develop, so that's why I'd rather spend, you know, an early third for Jawan Johnson than, you know, waiting for one of these other guys to, you know, make it two, three years down into their career. Yeah, that makes sense. 
I agree. All right, let's move on to Phil, and let's see who he is stashing for the 2023 NFL season at the tight end position. So when it comes to the tight end position, uh, I'm just looking for a heartbeat when it comes down to the stashes. Uh, was looking for a few guys, and uh, Mike was Mike was uh, uh, Mike liked this guy. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Can I time out? Can what? I get in here? I'm like, I'm over here, like, you know, competitive <laughs> advantage, this and that, blah blah blah. Works no. like if he has a pulse, get him on my roster. If he has a, <laughs> if he has a pulse, get him on my roster with potential. Because when, when we're looking for when we're looking for a tight end stash, we 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 always see like the top guys, and then we wind up seeing Kobe Parkinson as a tight end one for week seven or whatever, which is a heartbeat because you know he's not going to do it again. But this guy has a little bit of potential, and it's Colin Granson. Um, it was a fourth round pick from SMU. He's a little undersized. He's six one, six one two, six one two forty. Um, but the guy, he's pretty quick. He's a he's a good route runner, and he kind of reminds me of a, a little bit faster type of tight end, like a Jack Doyle. Um, that offense is going to be missing Moali Cox next year, but they pretty much are going to just replace Moali Cox with Jelani Woods, just a big, tall guy that's going to be the red zone target type of guy. But when it comes down to the tight end position in that offense, they're probably going to have a rookie quarterback nonetheless. Um, they, the Matt Ryan is probably not going to be there next year. So they're going to need a, a certain type of tight end that the quarterback is going to be able to trust for next year. So I'm liking what I'm seeing. He's a good route runner. And I, I enjoy some of his film. He's had a couple uh, good games this year. He had a game with eight targets um, and 60, 67 yards. So I, 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 I see that you can probably get him for like a fourth or fifth round pick because a lot of people don't know who he is. But I want that, you know, heartbeat type of tight end that could give you potential to be a tight end, a tight, high end tight end too. For your team and you know it's going to be his third year it takes a lot of these tight ends to develop anyway so i think this is a guy that you can just you know throw throw a dart throw one and and, and see what you can get high-end uh, tight ends yeah high-end tight end <laughs> I like uh, right now he's a tight end 38 on keep trade cut and like i said if if you can you know throw something out there and see what sticks and this is this is a, a player that i'm you know, throw on the wall, see if it sticks and, and, and hopes it pans out because I see the the potential that he has uh, in this league. All right. So Pork is stashing Kylan Granson and his career zero touchdowns and his career one carry for zero yards. What do y'all do to carries, though? Not a running back, bro. I just saw it was there. Hey, he's versatile, man. Hey, hey Titan sweeps are unique. John is Smith. How many John touchdowns are you doing, man? There? there you go. Yeah. There you, this so year. You heard what do you do this course. year? Give me some Chig. Give me some Chig run plays. I wanted Chig. I wanted to mention Chig, but Chig ain't in stash no more. He's, he deserves it. No, no. hey, I wish I would have drafted Chig. more Chig. We talked about Chig on uh, the last tight end stash. We did. Yeah, we did. We I did. want to talk about him again. <laughs> he's, he's, he's really good. But here's the thing. Had, had people wanted to hear about him before he was even drafted, where would they go to hear about a player like that? I think they would go to our Patreon because there's so much information over there between the Discord where I spend all my day in the NFL draft, the prospects, and the dev world. Mm-hmm. Then there's also trade advice. There's uh, redraft. There's there's everything you ever want, strategy. And then also we get bonus podcasts, articles, 
gosh, there's so much rankings. Ton. It's great. Yeah. And feel free to ask me any redraft questions you want because we have the one seed in the Fantasy Gazette Listener League. That's right, we do. Good luck beating our team. Woo. We got Adam Humphries. That's oh, right. So let's move on. And let's move on to the Scrub Bet of the Week brought to you by Dr. Squatch, <laughs> which develops natural high-performance personal care products like bar soap, deodorant, shampoo, conditioner, and even beard oils. The only feature manly scents with only the finest ingredients that Mother Nature has to offer, all while avoiding the harmful ingredients often used by traditional brands. So, Nate, this, this, this one didn't go. The way that I <laughs> no, 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 it didn't go the way you expected it, did it? No, it really, really didn't. So we had Robbie. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna let you do it. The scrub out of the week. This is your thing. Let's do it up. Yeah, so we had Robbie Anderson. And Robbie Anderson, this is actually this week, it was exciting. It was the second time he was on the scrub bed of the week. Last time he was in the Panthers uniform, this time he was in the Cardinals uniform. And the over-under was two points. I mean, we're talking a low bar here. <laughs> and Mike, Pork, you guys went the under. You guys did not believe in the talent of Robbie Anderson. But Chev and I, we said, no, this man's got talent. This man's got talent. And he did much better than just two points. He finished with nine points. Sean doesn't know how to do math. But four receptions for 50 yards. This guy's like, it's eight fancy points. Sean, I guess you're looking at half PPR or something. Uh, I'm not sure. Quarter, three quarters PPR. Yes. They only count Tom Brady's Super Bowls. That be yeah. seven points <laughs> uh, that's why it's, it's three quarter point. That's what you makes know. it funnier. Yeah, that's great. Anyway, Robbie Anderson killing it. He went over. So, sorry, Mike. Sorry, Pork. You got to believe in Robbie Anderson when it comes down to Monday night football. Forms on the biggest stages. That kind of guy. You know, sometimes it's not even believing in the talent. It's just believing in the power of the scrub. The power of the scrub. (laughs) power of the scrub is what gets these players by. I mean, the over has hit. If I'm a bad man, the over. Every time almost. I mean, I I wish... I really hope someone out there who has some free time and really likes us wants to go back and listen to our podcasts and tell us that the scrub bed of the week has hit the over more times than the under because it feels that way. It does. Hold on. I could just tell someone to do that. Sean, do that. And let us know. <laughs> In your free time that you have none of, go ahead and do that. You know, uh, Robbie Anderson turning out to be the opposite of Kirk Cousins in primetime last night so there we go but nate you know what okay let's get the stank of robbie anderson out of here who is our next scrub bet of the week all right so we're talking tight ends tonight right we're talking tight end stashes i'm loving this already all right there is a tight end stash that someone on this channel believed in who's playing on monday night football and i will tell you what this guy is not a stash he is a scrub and his name is Bryson Hopkins. Mike, come on down. Over. He's your man. I don't care. A thousand <laughs> points. I'm taking you over. <laughs> All right. Well, Bryson Hopkins, uh, last game against the Raiders, he finished with 1.8 fantasy points. Uh, it was one reception for eight yards. The game before that, zero with zero targets. The game before that, one reception for 12 yards. The game before that, zero. And the game before that, 
one reception for 11 yards. Right, so he's dad. coming on. He's zero. Coming on. So technically, if you follow the pattern, here, he's, he's down for it. He's ready for a zero this week. <laughs> but if you're believing in the talent, Mike, if you're believing in the talent, not the pattern, you can go the over because I'm going to set the over under at one and a half points. It's <laughs> a great I'm line. I'm going to take you guys it back. Is. Take you guys back to February 13th, 2022. We're in the Super Bowl against the Cincinnati Bengals. Bryson Hopkins, despite the fact that he was inactive the week before in the NFC Championship game, (laughs) he had four catches for 47 yards. I'm taking the over. Who was the other scrub tight end that they had in that game? Because there was no Higby. There was another scrub tight end that was outplaying him. I actually don't remember, but I remember being really excited when Bryson Hopkins was catching passes in the Super Bowl. Despite the fact that I was cheering for the Bengals. But you know what? I put my money where my mouth is, even though I'm not putting any money down. Give me the over. Pork. I'm taking the under. He's a freaking scrub. You Chef. dare you. Uh, the power of the scrub. Uh, 6% snap rate last week. <laughs> I imagine that's his only catch. That's probably the only play he got in. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, Baker Mayfield's there. He's playing with his butt on fire right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when he hears this guy's scrub bed of the week, Baker Mayfield's going to pepper this guy for mm-hmm. two targets. Two targets. And that one catch for five yards, five and a half yards, it's going to be five, enough. Five and a half yards. <laughs> 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 one point five. five. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I'm taking the over as well with Mike. I'm feeling optimistic with the power of the scrub in play. All right, I'm tweeting Baker uh, Mayfield right now. By the way, thank Oof. you. We need as, a Bryson Hopkins breakout as the scrub master. <laughs> as the scrub master over here, I feel, like, I feel like I should Mr. take Clean. the over, uh, Mr. Clean over here. Oh, I'm a little bubbles guy. Little Scrubbing little, bubbles. Little bubbles, yeah. I feel like I should take the over because I do believe in the power of the over, but at the same time, it's it's the it's the odd and even weeks, man. It is time for the zero. I'm taking the under. All right. Well, I will be watching with great interest. Also, fun fact, we had a customer that used to come in the shop. He had these scrubbing bubbles tattoo on the side of his neck. I don't I don't know what kind of car. Uh, he had a Jeep Wrangler. So Mm Seems like a Jeep Wrangler thing. But also, if you're tired of hearing me talking about Bryson Hopkins, get ready because Payne Durham is the next Purdue tight end that I will be fawning all over this upcoming draft cycle. And don't forget the Scrub Bed of the Week, again, brought to you by our good friends over at Dr. Squatch because with Dr. Squatch, satisfaction is guaranteed. So don't drop the soap. Take care of yourself for once and smell great doing it. And if you're new to Dr. Squatch, Save 10% off orders of $20 more in your first purchase with free shipping. Links are down below. If you do not see them in the podcast description, head on over to our YouTube page. Subscribe while you're there. We hit 5K this past week. We're all very hype about it. So thank you, everybody, for your support. And now let's move on, get back to, to the show. Chev, your stash. I love it. Startable sometimes, other times fading into obscurity. Is a true definition of a stash. Who do you got for yeah. us? Yeah, and I think this was actually the first tight end I talked about in the offseason. I think this is the first guy I was given. So Kadine, 50 targets, 36 receptions, 337 yards, and two TDs. Hasn't been the greatest season, but it hasn't been the worst. 
He's the only tight end on this list that was a tight end one in week 13 with 14.8 points. What a massive performance he had there to be the tight end one of the week. I don't know where Travis Kelsey was. Andrews might have been hurt, but he was the guy. Another guy, Cole Komet. He was like tight end eight or something. Like, come on. So Kadon's a guy I really do like. I think he has a good role in that offense. Obviously, in that offense, when you have Chris Godwin, you got the running backs that are catching passes all day long in the backfield. You got Mike Evans. It's going to be really hard to get targets. Even Julio Jones getting targeted a good amount. So it's kind of kind of tough to get passes thrown your way in that offense. But with that being said, those guys are getting guarded a little bit better than what Kate Otten's getting. So Kate Otten's getting a little bit free in the middle of the field, which is nice. I like Kate Otten. He's tied in 22 on this season. He's had five targets in six of his games so far this season. He's seeming to get more targets as the season's gone on. I know he got a little dinged up in the very beginning, it seemed like. So it seems like he's healthy now and he's making some plays. He's a guy that, I mean, he's been throwing the ball in the red zone a good amount as well. And if you can get a tight end touchdown in this league, you're going to be a, a tight end one, it seems like, in the in the week. So, I mean, even the guy that Pork just – or the guy we just talked about on the scrub bed of the week, he was a tight end three. And he only had 1.5 points. Like, this ridiculous. But he's athletic. Kadon is a guy that he's going to be consistent. Sometimes he can drop some passes, but a lot of the times he's open, he's catching passes, and he's doing big things in that offense. I don't see him being like a breakthrough guy where he's going to be a tight end one. He's more of a guy I see living in tight end two just because there's not much more you can get from him, it seems like, at this moment with all the pieces that they have around him. But he's a good tight end two that's going to have some tight end one week. So if you have a a Kelsey that has to miss a game, you can throw K-Dot in and be just fine for the week. Don't have to worry too hard. And he's a, he's getting traded for a third round pick. This is an interesting one. Kadon for a tw- Kadon and a twenty three first and fifth round pick for Waller, which depending Dude, on how you feel stuff. about Waller, uh, I'll, I'll he take could be, that could be in trouble. Day. Yeah, I, I would too. I think the first alone is enough for me to get off Waller. Yep. If you can get Kadon and an extra fifth where you can throw in and maybe move up in a draft, that's great. On for Slayton. I think that's on side all day at the moment. Slayton, good wide receiver for the Giants, but being a good wide receiver for the Giants is not saying much at this moment. Uh, Odden in a 24 first for Pollard was probably one of the more interesting ones I've seen. Where, where do you guys stand on that one? You know, if it's tight end premium, I'll take the package. Um, you know, if I'm trying to contend this year, I'm taking Tony Pollard. You know, that might be one yeah. of those two teams going different directions, especially with the 2024 yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna lean the side of 24 first because uh i think i could probably get a player who is going to have a more defined role in an offense than tony pollard will yeah other sure. people are thinking that he's a starting running back for the cowboys next year but that's not guaranteed so um i'm gonna take otten in the 24 first for right now now if i'm contending i think i could win it this year yeah. then the pollard side makes sense for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you're going for the win, getting Pollard, he's scoring a bunch of points. He's seeming to get touches. So I, I agree with what you guys said. This one just blew my mind. This one's more for you guys. If you could pull this off, good for you. You got Cade Iron and Everett for T. Higgins. I'll take the T. Higgins side. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah I, think, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, I think I'm going Higgins as well. I don't know why that is a trade that's happening. Oh, I, I'm pissed if I'm in that league and I didn't get that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, if you can make that trade happen somehow, some way, go do it. But yeah, Kadon, tight end 22, only tight end one performance on the season and out of this group, stashing while you can. Chev, you did go. say you didn't know what Kelsey and Andrews were up to that week. So I did some digging. Week 13, Kansas City versus the Bengals. Travis Kelsey on six targets, four catches for 56 yards. And week 13, Mark Andrews against the Denver Broncos in a thrilling 10 to 9 victory. Mark Andrews, seven targets, four catches for 53 yards. So there you go. Also, Travis Kelsey over a thousand yards again. Again. Um, the last time he did not go over a thousand yards was 2015. And he had 875 with five touchdowns. That's a wow. Was that his rookie year? No, that was actually his third season, believe it or not. Third year. Yeah. Mm. So his rookie year, he only played in one game and he has actually no um no statistics of any type, just that he played one game. So See, that's why you can't give up on the rookie. Exactly. That's why you that's can't. And that's why you can't give up on my stash. I've been said it for how long, Pork? Daniel Bellinger for the New York Giants. I am stashing. He's back from that facial fracture, which, by the way, New York Giants, he was out for four games, I think. Put the guy on IR. Save my bench spaces so I can make moves. These pricks. Yeah. He's a fourth round draft pick in 2022, and he stands at six foot six, 255 pounds. He's a pretty big dude. Um, he's had some injuries this year, like I talked about. But when he's been on the field, he's been guarding some good targets from Daniel Jones. Out of necessity, I understand, but he's building that rapport. There's always that possibility that Daniel Jones comes back next year. So who knows what the Giants are going to do? He was started from day one. Right off the bat, tight end wise, the Giants don't have anything else noteworthy. They have Nick Vanette, Chris, my. Well, I don't Not know, something and Lawrence Cager. Although that can almost be said about their entire receiving unit at this point. Daniel Bellinger did leave the Eagles game with some sort of injury as well. Not sure exactly what it was. I also didn't get the update on it, so I don't know. Decent blocker. He's very fluid with the ball in his hands. Very good screen wide receiver at South. I'm sorry, San Diego State University. <laughs> very good screen wide receiver. So you know, I would think that Brian Dable would be incorporating that more. Unfortunately, Daniel Jones with that offensive line. Bellinger's had to be in there to block a little bit more. So some trades. Pick-wise, straight up, you're looking at a 23 third-round pick. Listen, we're talking about 23 third-round picks a lot, what you could do with them. Nate and I have been saying, take some dart throws on running backs, but there could always be that possibility. There's no good running backs available in your draft. You can come pick up guys like this. Make moves for players already in the NFL. If you don't like anything on the draft board, you don't have to pick a rookie. Use that draft capital use that investment to go a different direction. But a 2023 third gets it done. I did see once it was a tight end premium leave. He got moved for a second. I'm assuming it's a projected late second round pick. Um, a couple ones straight up pork Daniel Bellinger for Jalen Warren. Uh, I'm going to take the Bellinger in that one, to be honest. Uh, Jalen Warren's not really getting all the, uh, all the carries. Najee's still there. And we've seen a lot of Anthony McFarlane and, and a couple other guys there. So if it's a tight end premium and he's starting, Give me that upside for Bellinger, or as you say, belly. Yeah, it it's quicker than typing <laughs> typing up Bellinger over and over again. Um, Nate Daniel Bellinger for Hayden Hurst. I saw this one a lot, straight up. 
Yeah, I'll take Daniel Bellinger. I like I like Daniel Bellinger. I don't know if he has the, a super high ceiling, but I think he's you know the volume that he's received, even though it's been a, a rough core. I, I like that a lot. So I'm taking taking Belly here. Okay, and last one, Chev Daniel Bellinger and a 23 fourth for Tyler Higby. Yeah, I'm taking the Bellinger side. Higby's almost been non-existent, it seems like, the last few weeks. So Sounds don't want really too much of that offense at the moment. That, I mean, that that Rams team could fall apart real quick. People could yeah. retire. Coaches could leave. Yeah. It could get ugly. It's just I like when – started falling apart a couple weeks ago. No, yeah, for sure. But this could be the situation where, you know, a league mate trades all his first-round picks and leaves the league. I think some of the Rams coaches could do the same and players as well. For sure. And uh, that is it. But uh, realistically, I think he could be a top flight tight end too, hovering around like the tight end 13, 14 range. But this position is always fickle. You never know. He could end up being a bottom end tight end one, which is fantastic. You can you can focus on other positions in your lineup. Um, he was an inexpensive 22 draft pick. A lot of times I was getting him in the fourth or fifth round. You saw a flex play now and a potential starter later. Honorable mention at this position, James Mitchell, tight end for the Detroit Lions. Another guy you would have heard about on the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Sign up for a year. Sign up for two if you can. Just make two accounts somehow. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's do a rapid fire stash, pass, or trash. Chev, we're going to start with you. Jake Ferguson, can't help it. Every time I see the name, I think Turd Ferguson. But what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I, I, think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm stashing. Dalton Schultz, no idea if he's going to be back next season. Could give him some opportunity to play in that offense. Still going to hang on for a little bit. All right, and I'm going to go to myself. Brevin Jordan, stash, pass, or trash. They got to get a better quarterback eventually. I hope Kyle Allen was not it. Davis Mills isn't it. But I'm gonna just I'm gonna go ahead and keep stashing Brevin Jordan. Third year breakout incoming. Let's go. <laughs> Let's hope so. Pork Albert O. Stash pass or trash? Unfortunately, it's a trash. I was kind of high on him, but he's been a healthy scratch for a couple games, and unfortunately, he came to get on the field. Greg Dolchis has outplayed him immensely. So, yes, that's a trash. I think also, the announcer just couldn't say his name, so they're just healthy scratch. <laughs> they, they wrote him out. <laughs> I did want to say that I had originally thought of Greg Dulcich for my, my stash here, but mm-hmm. I think he's beyond the stash category now. Yeah, I've been starting him the last couple of weeks in some leagues, and he's yeah. been doing okay for me. Yep. Nate, oh, what could have been for Adam Troutman, stash, pass, or trash? <laughs> Yeah, you know, like you, Mike, I was a pretty decent fan of Adam Trapman, but at this point, I'm going to have to trash him because, hey, I'm stashing Juwan Johnson. That yep. is true, and their other, uh, their other tight end is Taysom Hill. So next one, Nate, we're going to go right back to you. Stash, pass, or trash? Trey McKitty. Trash him. Trash him, Trey McKitty. Never been a fan of Trey McKitty. I don't think the San Diego Chargers starting tight end for next year is on the roster currently. Hmm. Very possible. Chev. Stash, pass, or trash? Tommy Tremble. Straight to the Tommy Tremble trash can. Uh, he, he's gone forever, man. I, I just don't – that offense – I mean, DJ Moore is not doing crap. Terrence Marshall is not doing crap. I mean, I don't know what to say about that offense. I do – Isaiah likely would be a good stash as well. I don't know if we didn't put him, but it'd be a good guy to stash. I agree. Mm-hmm. And I want to say we're going to sound a little hypocritical because Tommy Tremble – younger player, mm-hmm. but there are times where 
when you have an offense that just has so many question marks where you can be getting rid of a guy in a very questionable offense for a guy who could be much better on a better offense, that's when it's okay to cut bait. And if you're wrong, you're wrong three years down the road, you've moved on. Hopefully you've won a championship since then. Yep. Just saying. Quirk, we're going to finish it up with you. Jeremy Ruckert, stash, pash, or trash? I'm still going to stash him. This is his rookie year. You know, he hasn't done really much. Um, and, you know, got two more years. If we don't see it in two years, he'll probably be a trash. But I believe in the talent. He's a really good blocker when he was in Ohio mm-hmm. State. And he can catch the ball when he has the opportunity. So yeah. Jeremy Rucker is a, a high this is a stash for me. Yeah, I like that stash as well. And, you know, you, people were drafting Jeremy Ruckert really late too. So in the Jets, yeah. better offense than the Panthers. That's why I've, I feel better stashing a guy like Jeremy Ruckert over Tommy Tremble. Yeah, definitely. Great. Thank you for stashing some tight ends with us. Sorry that we made you fall asleep talking about it. Pork. (laughs) But until next time, if you are ready for best ball pickums and rivals, go ahead and use the promo code rewind on underdog fantasy and get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. If you're headed to a game, go to SeatGeek.com and use promo code DynastyRewind to get $20 off your first ticket purchase. Have that first stadium beer on us with your savings, and we want you to be a part of the best community in fantasy football. Become a Rewinder today. Get access to rankings, bonus pods, written content, and so much more. We are now offering a 10% discount on yearly memberships. You basically get a month and more for free. So come on, hang out over in the Discord with us. We'd love to see you there. But until next time, everybody, from my co-host, Nate, Pork, and Chef, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind. Please rewind. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.